saying, yeah, I see, I see her message. I'm saying, but we we don't have a topic. So what what are we gonna talk about? I thought we were doing Reese's Book of Clarence movie preview review. I, I thought we, you're on mute, Terry. I thought we had to wait to see that first, which you don't come out till January or something. Like well, yeah, but the preview review is what we were gonna talk about. She put it in the chat. Yeah, she put it in the chat a while ago. I've been seeing the preview. <clears throat> I, I just. I guess the initial reactions, and then maybe if we all watch it and see it, then we'll do it. Uh, a movie review. Okay. But I guess maybe initial reactions. Hmm. Okay. Let me type that real quick. Man. All right. Then once you type it in, boom shakalaka. I'm going to go use the restroom real quick. Start with Terry if I'm not back. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> What did Janessa say? I didn't see it. Uh, to start without her, it should be here in 10 minutes or something like that. All right. Now we can start. Boom shakalaka. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode uh, and the last episode of 2023 of the, the Worst Ones podcast. This is the place, the safe place for preacher's kids to come and be the absolute worst. We have Kelly the Red-Nosed Reindeer. She's a pre preacher's kid. <laughs> You're on mute, Kelly. I don't know if you know that. And Terry, you are as well. Terry Wayne, he's a P PK. He is here. My name is Rudy Wilson. I'm a PK and Janessa. Roland, Janessa Honor Roland is on the way. Um, she is she is also a PK. Kelly, did you hear the nickname that I gave you last week? Can you get, can you come off mute? So Kelly's gone. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> going on. Maybe her computer died. Okay, well I'll tell mm. her when she get back. So yeah, we got Janessa Honor Roland. Oh, there she goes. Mm. My bad. I was trying to unmute and press leave. <laughs> <laughs> what nickname did you uh, see? Uh, Kelly momentarily. It was a little jab to your, your lateness. Like, you, you, you should be here momentarily. <laughs> Kelly momentarily. Janessa honor rolling. <laughs> uh, and I just got Tara Wayne. Just that's it. All right. Um, how's everybody? You can call me Honky if you like. That's, that. that's okay. <laughs> uh, Kelly, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm tired. Two more days to the end of my semester, and I'm off for two weeks. Um, but it's been an exhausting last two weeks. You know, when the Lord teaches you a lesson, when He shows you things, when He gives you insight, um, it is enlightening, but it's also tiring. Mm -hmm. and exhausting mm -hmm. and that's what i've been going through for the last two weeks the lord has been trying to show me things in ways that i can create more boundaries and improve myself and and do better and um but but that lesson has also been tiring and exhausting so mm. um i am ready for the break come friday at four o'clock are are the were the boundaries 
to, to help it be less exhausting or? Yes, in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. it was all work related. I'm very um, like goal oriented. And I started a new school this year where they needed a lot of help. Mm. And so I'm kind of like, OK, um, they need help. Here's the plan. And by any means necessary, Kelly is going to make right. this plan work. Right. And I will do everybody else's job to do it. Um, but then in doing other people's jobs, then you get the good and bad of what happens mm -hmm. in your job and their job as well. And mm -hmm. so the Lord has been kind of showing me in the last two weeks where it's just like your intentions are good, um, but no good deed goes unpunished. Mm. And so you have to, I have to kind of push back on some things. And sometimes I have a hard time without like concrete evidence of this is why I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. And so since the Lord knows that he's been giving me concrete evidence of this is why I'm not doing mm. this anymore. But the concrete evidence comes with turmoil. It comes mm. with consequences. It comes with, you know, uncomfortable situations and things that I had to problem solve and work through that I don't have to. But that's the Lord saying so that you don't have to do this again on a larger scale. I'm mm. showing you now why you need to back up. So it's good in the end. You know, and so I think starting January um, in terms of my work relationships and the things that I do, I think I would be it would be less exhausting. Mm -hmm. But learning this lesson now has been quite taxing. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I feel that. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel that 100 percent. I, I, I'll explain why when it's my turn. But go ahead, Terry Wayne. How, how you doing, sir? You're on mute. Is that I'm doing OK? Uh, what am I doing? Um, I'm perfecting a lasagna recipe right now. <clears throat> uh, we're doing a Italian banquet Christmas. So everybody's bringing something. So I wanted to blow some socks off. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah. So like I, I handmade the lasagna noodles, you know, uh, instead of like the crinkly ones you buy at the store. Mm. And then uh, took out the ricotta, put a bechamel sauce instead so it doesn't get all crumbly. Uh, should be good. Layer of basil in there. Gotcha. Are you, is, is it, are you using like, is it any special type of meat or something or is it just like... Uh, I went with uh, sweet Italian sausage this time. Mm. Normally I like using spicy Italian sausage, but... This is for a big group. You know, you don't know how everybody's tummy's gonna handle it. So mm -hmm. uh but no, I'm I'm trying to trying to blow some folks away this time around. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Hey, are, are you are you having to make it a thousand times? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Are you, are you having to make it a thousand times in order to perfect it or how how, how does the perfection process work? Uh, no, usually what I do is I'll make it once, maybe twice, but I can kind of, when I taste it and eat it, I can kind of tell like where the, where the good ruts are and where the, the problem areas are, you know? So if it comes out and it's too dry, I know to put more sauce and, you know, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Trial okay. and error. Gotcha. Good deal. Good deal. Miss Honor Roll, what's happening? Honor Roll is tired. Mm -hmm. um, I really felt what you were saying, Kelly. I feel like the last three months have been very trying 
Um, Why are you taking glasses off? Look, I was trying to be festive, but <laughs> I tried to keep it together. Is that what was, what was causing the feedback? Was the glasses? No, <laughs> I had like tuning in Tokyo with those things. No, I had y'all on my phone. Mm. Um, but yes, work has been very taxing since I've gotten my promotion. Um, I've been I haven't hired anybody for my job, so I'm still doing my job and this new job. Uh, one of my colleagues, her last day was the day before I started in this role. So I've been also doing her job, um, but I got a new hire. So I've been training her um, in addition to managing the rest of my unit and my manager role. Um, and then this month I was chosen to be on the, uh, the way we do at my job, there's like first round interviews and then second round interviews. And so all the managers have to sit on those first pound, first round interviews for a month. And so I got to be chosen for this month. And my schedule basically is like I have interviews at 9, 10, 11, lunch, 1. And then I get to start my day. Mm. And so with me you know, starting my day at two and I'm doing three people's jobs. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm getting home at 714. I'm so sorry, Risa, but I'm going to eat these crackers. I haven't mm -hmm. eaten anything today. You know, like, yeah, I was supposed to be off for my, like you, Kelly, for two weeks on Friday, but now I got to work till next Wednesday. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then my advisors keep hounding me about when am I starting my internship for a grad school? Because I've taken off two semesters now. Mm. So, and they were like, oh, that paperwork needs to be turned in by January 15th. So I got to find an internship and do all the paperwork by January 15th. So it's a lot. Well, it's a lot. Oh my God. you may be doing three jobs, but, you know, at least you're getting three checks, right? Of course not. Oh, <laughs> that, that sucks. Then. Yeah. <laughs> one check that almost seems like it's unfair yeah oh and let's not forget you know i'm in the environmental energy justice ambassador program and i have to put on a community event in the next three months by march so I have that going on too what <laughs> like a bake sale no uh <laughs> i'm actually doing a seminar to the um senior ministry at my church and other churches in the community we're gonna um spread the word out to them but i'm gonna do a seminar on um energy equitable energy the just different programs that are available to seniors like they have senior rates for utility bills um, i'm gonna try to get some of the rep get a representative from like georgia power um, Atlanta Gas, just the different uh, utility companies. Um, we're going to have on-site signups, uh, like for free weatherization programs or at least free assessments. Um, just different things like that. It's it's a lot, but it will all get done some way, somehow. <laughs> yes. No, for sure. No, I, I, definitely, uh, I definitely feel both of y'all in reference to... Um, just say the the doing of of others jobs um mine is more so in the ministry space um and that's why even just piggybacking on what you were saying kelly in reference to learning those boundaries uh learning the consequences of just say doing somebody else's job thinking that you know maybe at once upon a time 
you know, you're just trying to get it done. You're just trying to help or whatever. But then it does kind of, you know, bite you in the in the tushy at some point in time. Um, and and then there's a, you know, there can be a, just say a little backlash or a little pushback rather um, when it when you when you have to just say have those conversations of saying, hey, you know, talking to that person like you need to get your shit together and, and do your, your, you know, your own stuff and whatever, whatever, whatever. And so, um, cause yeah, for, for, for me, I mean, I, I've mentioned before on this podcast, maybe within the last two episodes that I'm heavily, heavily, heavily involved, um, just say in, in a lot of operations when it comes down to my dad's, um, church and, um, even much, even so much. So like, you know, the times that I, like, I, you know, I had to go to the hospital and all that for my throat or whatever, like, all that was on a Sunday, but I had to make it through all, everything that had to be done on that Sunday before I could even go to the hospital, wow. you know what I'm saying? Uh, versus there's a lot of people who they'll just not show up right? and don't, and don't say nothing. They just don't, you know, <laughs> and just leave it for me or whoever to figure out, uh, you know, what, what all has to be done in, in their stead and whatever the case may be. And so, um, but the encouraging thing is that I've, you know, God has just really been speaking to me about, which I even say the same for you two and Terry, even if this applies to you in some way. Um, it is a part of just say that, you know, when God is enlarging your territory, you know, there, there is a learning curve that you have to kind of, you know, go through to, to get to that point. And, and even whether it's, do, you know, doing everybody's job, um, just trying to help or even doing everybody's job because it's inevitable and there's nobody to do that job, even just in, just in Janessa's case. Um, once everything does smooth out and there is people to fulfill those obligations and everything like that, um, there there will be somebody, you know, who, just say either younger or not as experienced as you who will come to you freaking out one day and you'll be like, listen, I done been there. You know what I'm saying? I done been there, done that, you know, I got I got the T-shirt like I was tired. I had to, you know, do this and that and the third. But you'll be OK. You'll make it through, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, so it is, it is right. It is, it is a journey. It's, it's definitely a journey. Um, it's definitely a humbling journey. Um, and that's your Janessa's jewel for this. Week. But I, <laughs> but I but I do thank God that, um, you know, that he that he trusts me to be on this journey, even though just say in the human flesh, it can be a little taxing, you know, it can, it can be a lot of taxing. I'll, I'll even say that way. So, but, uh, but as far as me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely fine. I'm okay. I'm always good. I have no complaints. You know, I'm alive. I have good health. I'm in my right mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'm chilling. Life's great. Uh, or like, like Jesus say, besides the bullshit, life's great. Uh, anyways, for all my Jeezy fans out there. All right. Um, Janessa, were you aware about the whole uh, watching the Book of Clarence trailer? And that's what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> everybody but you. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I like I said, I watched it when she first brought up a while ago. So I, I've, I, I definitely have an opinion on it. So I, I've talked to people about this already. So it's good. yeah. So we we all good. But yeah. So we are discussing. Um, just say our reactions, our initial reactions to the trailer for the upcoming film, The Book of Clarence, or maybe just Book of Clarence. Um, I, I will put, uh, but excuse me, but um, yeah, it's a movie by um, 
I can't think of the director's name, but he's the same director who who made uh, The Heart of the Fall on Netflix. Um, some of the same stars are in this movie, including Lakeith Stanfield. Um, and yes, definitely, it definitely has created a little controversial buzz online, uh, especially with Jay Z's name being attached to it, and people already, you know. I didn't know his name was attached to it. How is he yeah, it? executive producer? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he, he was he was attached to the uh, Heart of the Fall as well. Uh, but being that this is more just say biblically based, uh, and people definitely feel that he is you know Satan himself uh, and the leader of the <laughs> the Illuminati and all that type of stuff, it, it, it does it does add more controversy to the whole mix. But so I don't know that if that how y'all felt about him, but I just know people in general feel that way about him. So, I anyways, yeah, yeah. So anyways, um, so what's what's everybody's thoughts? talk to me how y'all feel so i start <clears throat> so right so Risa sent this to us months ago um in terms of a topic i did not see the trailer until last week when i went to go see beyonce <laughs> renaissance the movie um i saw the trailer and it caught me off guard it, it caught me um it, it was a bit of a surprise, and I immediately text Risa, like, is this what you were talking about? <laughs> um, because I didn't know how to feel. And so the trailer is definitely, like, based in biblical times and biblical mm -hmm. um, reenactment, but, like, this very um, hood, for lack of a better term. <laughs> I, believe, I believe urban is the proper nomenclature. Okay, yeah. All right. Urban. I like the word either. Um, <laughs> um, for a lack of a better term, like element to it in this character, Clarence, who I, who is Lakeith Stanfield. Mm. And I guess for me, like I said, it, it made me a bit uncomfortable. Like I, I, I stiffened a bit in my seat, like, mm -hmm. what what is this? What is going on? Um I don't really know how I feel about it. And so I really haven't talked to anyone else about it. So I'm interested to hear kind of what your conversations with other people have been about Rudy. Um, you know, when I kind of said, again, I, I want to watch it because I want to see like the premise and the purpose and kind of where we end up. I'm assuming that it ends up in like Jesus is the only way, <laughs> you know, like let, let's follow the Lord. I don't, really know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know where we're going. <laughs> um, and so with that, then it, on the on the flip side, it's like, well, do I want to watch it? Because I don't I don't really know what we're doing here. Um, so it kind of it, like I said, it definitely made me uncomfortable. It definitely made me stiffen in my seat. Um it was definitely unexpected. I will say, again, I saw it as a preview to the Renaissance movie. And you know how most times when you see movie previews, the previews mirror kind of what you're about to watch. Mm -hmm. But the first couple of them were like horror films. And I'm like, mm -hmm. am I in the right movie? Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> horror films coming up. Mm -hmm. And then this one comes and I'm like- An Another horror film. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, that was the scariest one. <laughs> this, this one was a bit scary, you know. And so I don't I don't know. And so I'm kind of again. That's why I said I go first because like my reaction is quite vague in terms of like I just I just don't know. Mm. Go ahead, Janessa. 
I just want to go because I have no idea what you and Terry are going to say. But Kelly, I like you was very uncomfortable and I will be very honest and flat out say I did not care for it. I did not like it. I had no interest in watching it. Um, and before Risa re-brought up the topic, I still had no interest or desire or plan to watch it. Um, Kelly, I feel like with something you just said gave me a pause. And that is, you know, based off of the preview, we really are not sure where this is going. Right. Um, and I can say, like, based off of the preview, I just kind of made my own decision that it was going to a place that I wasn't trying to go. But <laughs> there is a possibility that it is a come to Jesus, the the one and truly only, you know, son of God, the great I am, all, you know, all right. of that. And if that's the case, that's an interesting way to get there. But maybe that, you know, it'll capture some, some more souls. Now, if that's not the case, I personally am not interested in this. Film. Um, I don't. I personally just don't see the point. Um, I think some things just shouldn't be touched or messed with. They're just done. Not just religious stuff, just other things in general. Um, and I think we kind of live in a culture today where it's very push the envelope. It's not even push the envelope anymore. We have gone beyond the envelope. It's like, mm -hmm. how far beyond the envelope can we go? Um, and I just think sometimes creativity just goes a little bit too far. But that's me. I mean, I'm sure the film will do well. I'm sure me not spending my whatever $10 is not going to break the film. So go on. <laughs> you know, that's it. Gotcha. Yeah, unless you see a matinee, you definitely ain't seen a movie for $10. You're going to see that, <laughs> you gonna see that at, at 12 noon. Y'all know, know where I go to the movie? The Cat Mall. At like eleven o'clock on a Tuesday, mm -hmm. like three ninety nine. Okay, three ninety nine. It might be like five dollars now with inflation, but I'll take it. There you go. Nobody's there. You bring a big purse. You know what I'm saying? Bring all your snacks. <laughs> Nobody's checking. I I agree with the matinees. <laughs> I I like a, I like a matinee I mainly because that. I don't want to I don't want to go to the movies at eight o'clock on a Friday. And be you know packed up in there. Yeah. You're just asking for a mass shooting, in my opinion. But oh, um, <clears throat> well, I, I, I went to a movie that they tried to go at nighttime for the first time like two weeks ago, and I fell asleep before the movie even started. <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was falling asleep with Beyonce's Renaissance. I went. Well, we came out at eight p.m. and at ten because it's two hours and forty eight minutes. So around yeah. ten, I'm over here like yeah. Well, I would like, before we get too far away from it, I would like to point out the hypocrisy uh, in the in Janessa's statements that she she can't watch this movie because, uh, you know, she, I'm certain, find it uh, blasphemous, uh, while at the same time saying, bring a big purse so you can sneak in all these ill-gotten I don't understand what the issue is. <laughs> where, where, where is the issue? Well, you don't see any hypocrisy in that. I don't. I, don't I can't. I can't watch this fictitious movie because it's. Uh, you know, it it might. You know, it might offend my biblical senses, and then 
subvert the rules and bring in your own snacks, which is actually a form of stealing, which is actually in the Bible. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the connection here. I'm still okay. Okay, never, never mind. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Obviously, I must be way off base. I, um, I think so. I think so. I wanted to let them go first because I knew I was going to have the opposite opinion. Um, this isn't, you know, this this happens every few years. Uh, every five to ten years, there's a movie that comes out about this or that. And then, you know, religious groups or churches in particular or whatever, they have to make a stance against it. Uh, I believe Harry Potter was the last one before that. Well, you know, can't see that because it's magic and magic's, you know, the devil and blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, another great one was uh, The Last Temptation of Christ, which was a, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who made Goodfellas and Casino and all that. So Scorsese? Yes, a Martin Scorsese movie um, that, you know, some people, including the Roman Catholic Church, uh, didn't like the depictions in that and, you know, made a big stink about that. It, it's movies. They're, it's, you know, watching something that somebody else made is never going to be blasphemous, in my opinion. Making something that is blasphemous could definitely, you know be held against you but just observing it I, I don't think so i mean that's like watching that's like saying if you watch the passion of the christ that you're anti-semitic i i don't think so some people thought that movie was anti-semitic i personally didn't but you know it, it's movies i look at this the same way i look at like uh, uh one of tarantino's history reinventions like inglorious bastards or uh django unchained or something like that the revisionist history movies. And for people who aren't familiar with Tarantino's work like that, what he's saying is like, he'll take just say almost like a realistic event or something that would normally go one way and, and basically make it the other way. So like in Django, you know, instead of just say the person ended in slavery, he had this slave basically be able to blow up his whole plantation or, and I think in, um, Inglorious Bastards. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Yes, the, the the people who who really got killed by the the, the what was it, the the Manson kids or whatever like that he had them. yeah Sharon Tate yeah. they, they didn't to, actually end up dying in that right movie. they didn't actually end up dying some they, yeah. they, the people end up getting killed instead so he kind of does like a, a more of a just a happier ending you know revenging kind of ending to what really happened type thing uh, for those who are not familiar with how Tarantino kind of does his movies but well yeah but. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't, I don't see this as I don't think this is going to be a mockery of the Bible or a mockery of Jesus. Uh, you know, there there were some scenes in that in that clip though, like the stopping of the rocks in midair, like that that felt a little more like superpowerish instead of miracles kind of a thing. I see why. Um, but hey. I mean, you know, the old saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity. You know, there there are movies out there that have been decidedly anti-religious in general. Uh, Religious is one of them, comes right to the top of my list on that. Uh, and that's not a movie for everybody, but I know a lot of religious people who watched that movie just because they wanted to see exactly what it was about. Which, again, being educated is never going to be a sin. 
Hey y'all, sorry to interrupt, but we have a few church announcements. Follow us on Instagram at the worst ones PK. New content coming soon. We also have a TikTok at the worst ones PK. No content yet, but continue to check us out. If you want to, no, when you listen to our podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. So make sure you type in the worst ones podcast and you'll find us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500,422 followers. We love you so much. Now, back to the show. Before I go, I did want to ask uh, Kelly and Janessa just to, uh, and Kelly, I guess you can go first since you went first uh, initially, just to elaborate on, I guess, what specifically made you, and I'm not, my, my answer, I don't, is probably won't necessarily like combat what you're saying. I'm just asking out of curiosity before I, you know, say my answer, but just what, what about it exactly made you, I guess, uncomfortable? Again, so I watched the preview a week or two ago, so I don't um, remember all of like the like little details of it. Mm. I think it was just again the 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 very clear, obvious. This is in biblical times, biblical reference, mm. and not knowing where we were going with it. Mm. Um, I like Lakeith Stanfield as a as an actor. I mm. like him in a in a couple of things, but I think it was just the not knowing where we were going. I definitely felt the um, relatability of it, of, again, like I said, like these kind of um, themes of I want to do better. I want to get out of this place that I'm in. How do I do this? I see this person doing this. Do I imitate this person? You know what I'm saying? I remember some of those things, which I think can be relatable to some people of, you know, I'm in this certain space of trying to get out of, you know, this community, this environment, this situation, trying to move my family out of this and mm-hmm. do something different, you know, and, and emulating some of, you know, other people that they see in society or social media or celebrities or whatever. Um, and so I see some of those parallels in it. Um, but again, I think what made me uncomfortable is me not knowing where it's going. And um, I guess in the word that uh, Terry used, like, are we making a mockery of Jesus and God in the Bible? Or mm-hmm. is there an underlying um, or overlying purpose in the end to bring souls to Christ, but this is just a comedic way to do it. Um, so I think that was, that was what gave me a bit of a pause. Gotcha. And of um, course, I also know, I'm sorry. And of course, I also know <laughs> trailers, you show the funniest parts, you know, like you show the funniest parts, you show the parts that are going to draw people in, you know, you don't give the end, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I get that too. I just, like I said, I think my thing was, I don't I don't know where this is going mm. and in in making this funny and comedic is is making me uncomfortable because I don't know the end result mm. or the goal of this movie. Gotcha. And of course they showed it before Beyonce's movie. You know, if, <laughs> if Jay-Z's an executive producer, right. if, I, now yeah. I didn't know that beforehand, but that, yeah. that now makes sense. And the director and, is James Samuel, by the way. Mm, James Samuel, yeah. 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 You were asking. And I can see where there may be some um, some slight parallels between the people who are going to see Beyonce and the people who may see this movie. <laughs> you know, like I can I can see some slight similarities there. Um, and then I can also see the no, you know, 
but again, but it, but it's not even like on a religious, overly Christian thing, because I'm sure people would say, well, if you were a super Christian, you wouldn't go see Beyonce, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but yeah, so I can I can see the the, the parallels in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, like I said, mine was just goal oriented. Where are we going? What are we doing? Right, right, right. Well, um, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, I'm just looking at the cast list here, and I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of biblical characters. It's not just Jesus. There's Goliath in here, Jezebel, Bartholomew, uh, James the Elder, John the Apostle. And then, then my question is: Are you are you telling those stories accurately? Um, again, what is its purpose? What are, what, what are, what are we doing? You know? And so when you talk about David's and Goliath, when you talk about Jezebel, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are we portraying this? Because if we talk about, um, biblical movies on the big screen, you don't see them making a whole lot of, you know, a lot of them making a whole lot of money. Like you even said, Terry, they come every 10 years, every decade, you see this, you know, movie. Um, with these biblical references. And so I also understand that movies, um, you know, you want to make money, you want to, you know, bring people in. But my question is, again, how are we doing this? I can't, like I said, a part of me talking about it, a part of me is like, I know Janessa was like, absolutely not. A part of me is like, I, you know, I kind of want to know where we're going. But another part of me is like, uh, can I sit 90, 120 minutes? Through it to see where we're going. I don't know. You can read the plot on Wiki. Go for it. That's what I do, with, especially like scary movies and people hype it up. I'm not going to see that scary movie, but I'll read the plot. That's just fine. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 93%, which is high for Rotten Tomatoes. Mm, that's extremely high. Right. That's high. Beyonce <laughs> got 100, though. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Except it was a bit too long, but otherwise. <laughs> Is that from the critics or the audience? Because that makes a difference. <laughs> it was both. Oh, 100% on both? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but Janessa, what made you uncomfortable? Um, So I agree a lot <clears throat> with what Kelly said. I felt the same way. I also felt, to a certain extent, I it kind of made it seem like they were trying to humanize God's power and just like the all, you know, the mighty majesty of God, kind of like trying to imitate, um, you know, the different uh, miracles or just kind of just some of the different things that happened in the Bible, trying to recreate that and not saying that people in the Bible did that too, like um, try to imitate what was what Moses was doing. I forgot. Um what the titles were, but when he like, you know, threw the rod and turned into a snake, like they were trying to make magic happen and make stuff do the same thing, stuff like that. Uh, but I just feel like in today's world, Christianity and is already watered down so much. Um, I don't know if we reverence God the way we should, you know, as a whole, we just kind of see it's like sometimes we just be playing with God and I just don't think God be playing with us. Well, I know he doesn't be playing with us and I'm not trying to be on the other side of that. Mm. Um, and that's why I just said that like, there's just certain things I personally, I'm not going to play with mm. about God mm. about, 
you know, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect or, or anything. There's just certain things I'm just not going to do. Mm. Um, and so I think for this film, like kind of Kelly was saying, where are we going with this? If this isn't going anywhere, I don't necessarily personally see the point. Mm. Uh, I just well, don't. There's something okay. muted. There's something muting or even dangerous about anytime somebody says, uh, you know, either tell a story perfectly or don't tell it at all kind of a way, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's better to tell an, in, uh, a perfect story imperfectly than to just never tell it at all, you know, but it, it, like I said, it all depends on whether this is, uh, you know, going to be a deliberate mockery, uh, or is it trying to tell, you know, the oldest story in the world to the youngest generation, you know? And so I guess the, so far, that's why I said, I guess we do have to see it. Because I will say from what I saw, it's leaning more towards mockery for me. Mm. Um, and like, that's that's just, I'm not playing about that. So mm. if it's something else, then maybe I need to watch it so I can see if it's something else. But mm. if it is mockery, mm -mm. And, and part of me is just even like, do I even give it that much time a day? I mean, mm. <laughs> either way, I like if I see it or not, that's not gonna change my life. <clears throat> gotcha. You know, like I, it's just not, is it really that deep that I even need to watch it? Gotcha. Gotcha. No, no doubt. Um, so for starters, um, one thing that I have learned, uh, just say in my filmmaking journey as well as even, um, even just re-watching a lot of these movies that I've seen as a child, when it came down to just say biblical movies, um, there's definitely uh, there's definitely some 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 sauce thrown on thrown on all of them for sure. Like even even the Passion of the Christ, you know, like if you watch it, um, even even though Passion of the Christ, I think did a very good job of giving us a visual. Um, explanation uh or realization rather of what our lord and savior jesus christ had to endure you know i think when people watch that movie you can you can almost kind of just say appreciate the amount of bloodshed and the you know pain endured etc cetera, etc cetera. but there were definitely uh parts of that movie that they that they threw in for the sake of making it more emotional whatever the case may be like um, like, like, and even something as small as, you know, when, when Mary is seeing Jesus go through all this and she's thinking about, you know, they, they're showing like the flashbacks of, of Jesus running and falling down and her having to go, you know, pick him up or whatever. Like, and, and now he's in a position where she can't save him. Like technically that's, that's not like a scripture in the Bible, but I understand why they did it. They're trying to make us, you know, go be in the mindset of what Mary is feeling while she's seeing her son be crucified. Um, but then even if you go to, the, you know, Prince of Egypt, I mean, if you go back to Veggie Tales, if you go back to a lot of different movies I've even watched recently trying to find little cartoons and stuff to show the, uh, kids, um, even Adam and Eve, whatever, like a lot of these people, like they just taking the basis of the story and 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 kind of adding their own little flair to it. Like that's that's just that's just kind of what people do. Even God, with, God did not even, like the Passion of the Christ. I even, can say that pretty confidently, even with. 
needless to say, I'm not, I'm not here to defend anything. I'm just saying. Well, Jim Caviezel, while playing Jesus on the set, got yeah, struck you, by lightning. You, you've, already just saying. you've already mentioned this, and I already told you, just because he got struck by lightning don't mean that God was pissed. But the point I'm making is, is that <laughs> regardless, regardless of the fact, all of, all of these movies are, they're, they're taking the basis of the story and then kind of adding their own little sauce to it, depending on what crowd they're trying to speak to. Um, even when they're telling, just say, a more accurate story. Book of Clarence is obviously a fictional story. It ain't no nigga named Clarence that, you know, did all this. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? But so it's 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 obviously a fictional story. So uh, so I'm, I'm getting to that here shortly. But the point I'm making is even with the ones that are supposed to be the more accurate depiction of what was just, say, uh, scripture reference or whatever the case may be, um, even those, like I said, they, they all have a little, you know, somebody's, own little twist or whatever uh to them but anybody who has hit me up you know about about this movie um pretty much had the same reaction or at least even initial reaction as you and uh, uh kelly and janessa in reference to like you know this nigga tripping you know what i'm saying this is blasphemous like they going to hell whatever like it just it was they were they were they weren't really like feeling it at all and for and and I think even uh, when I when I initially watched it, I think when Risa first explained it to us, because she told us about it, and then I went and watched it. And when she initially said it, I'm a I'm if I if my memory serves me correctly, I think Risa kind of had the same you know mindset that Kelly and Janessa had because the, I remember the way she explained it made it seem a lot worse in my mind than when I went and watched it. And then when I seen the the trailer, I was I was actually a little less less uh just say up in arms about it because for me uh and once again it's a trailer just like kelly mentioned like you know they're only going to show the the different highlights they want you to see to try to entice you to watch the movie uh because trailers i've definitely seen some trailers that made some movies look really really good and when i watched the actual movie it was trash you know what i'm saying so trailer trailers definitely can can do a good job of just say enticing you to go see it but for me not knowing the full story and even having the same question of where are we going with this um what i took from the trailer was almost really a depiction of how humans operate today but they just made it in biblical times so like when i'm seeing the trailer and i'm seeing the keith stanfield and and i think rj siler is the other actor that's 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 his homeboy that's in it um the other young black dude and and they're looking at and they see Jesus coming and, and RJ Siler's character is like, yo, you know, I wish to have that type of clout or something like that one day or that type of notoriety, popularity, whatever word he used. And Clarence was like, I want that now. You know what I'm saying? Which to me, instantly I was like, whoa, like without just say Jesus actually walking on the earth here in 2023, that's <laughs> Kelly, what? <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but without him being on the earth right now, I feel like if if uh, it's all good. If, if 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 Jesus was on the earth right now, I definitely can see somebody having that same mindset because mm-hmm. we you know we're, we're we're look at social media, we look at whatever, and we want the type of popularity, the type of notoriety, the type of clout, the type of whatever that other people have that we see. It looks like it's lit. Look, everybody praising this man, everybody, whatever the case may be, yada, yada, yada. And then as the trailer progresses, um, there, there's other little things that 
I'm not exactly mm -hmm. sure what they meant, so I would have to see the movie to, to see. But in reference to Clarence's journey, it looks like he 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 goes on this journey of basically trying to prove that he's the real Messiah, or whatever like that. But then now he has to basically fulfill all of these, just say quote unquote, tests that Jesus did to see can he actually do it walking on water you know what i'm saying uh etc cetera, etc cetera. and i know they even show like one time him like preaching i guess look like maybe it was the sermon on the mount or whatever like that and then nobody being there besides maybe like five people um whatever the case may be so there there definitely is some humor to it but it seems like the, he, him having to go through all these tests as a regular human to prove that he's just say you know the the, the son of god and Ultimately, we don't know if he fails or passes test in some type of way because they don't show it. They, they they just they just hint at it, but then you would have to see the movie in order to to see it. But for me, I was very intrigued to actually want to see the movie because for one, I definitely want to know where they're going with this. Um, being that none of these people necessarily claim to be just say followers of Christ or whatever, at least not to my knowledge. I, I don't know if my expectation is for there to be an altar call at the end of the movie, you know what I'm saying, per se. <laughs> but I do feel like there is some there is a parallel of if Jesus was on the earth today, there would be somebody out there who would who would probably try to operate this way versus back then. I'm sure there was a level of warning clout and stuff like that, but just going about it a different way. But um but in today's time, like there may be somebody who, you know, would, would want that popularity. But when it came down to doing all the different miracles and especially even when it came down to saying, OK, well, if you really are. Matter of fact, I think I want to say within the last two years or so, it was somebody claiming to be Jesus. But then when the people went to crucify him. He, he he backed out. He was like, nah, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, that, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? Because realistically, like. And I, and I even I even heard I think either Jay Z either said this in a lyric or maybe even Bobby Brown said this directly. But it was it was the the the, the statement was about Bobby Brown in the sense of like everybody wants to just say have Bobby Brown's life, but you but you're not willing to go through what Bobby went through because Bobby Brown went through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Even prior to Whitney dying and prior to Bobby mm -hmm. Christina dying, he went he he went through a lot, a lot mm -hmm. of dark stuff. And yeah, on, on stage and him being, you know, the man and whatever the case may be, it can look real glamorous, but mm -hmm. but can you actually go through the go through in order to be that? And, and, and to me, that's immediately what I was thinking about with this movie, Book of Clarence. Like, it's a human being who, even if he can find a way to fake, fake his way through walking on water, fake his way through just say, and I don't know if this is in the movie, I'm just using examples from the bible but fake his way through just say taking you know two fish and five loaves of bread and and make and feeding the multitude if he can fake his way through healing the sick if he can fake it because there was even a scene where his homeboy was acting like he was blind and then he acted like he was healed you know so he could see all of a sudden so even if he can fake his way through all of that my main thing was are they going to eventually get to the cross where can can you you ain't gonna better fake it through that you know, what I'm especially not rising again from you know what I'm saying from the, from the dead. You know what I'm saying in in three days. So to me, to me, I have the same question: where where are we where where are we going with this? But but I, I'm intrigued to see where we where, where they're going with this because 
I do feel like there is a chance, once again, may not be an altar call, but there may be some level of even just showing, using Jesus' story to show us in our present day that we should stop being envious of just say somebody else's life or, you know, chasing after what somebody else had because you can't really live up to what it takes to have that level of just say notoriety that they like, like a parable. (laughs) For sure. Not a word for word remake, but maybe just a parable. And if you watch the trailer again, uh, it, it, and the trailer is to be believed, it almost seems like Jesus saves him from being stoned at one point. Hence the stopping the rocks in the air. Rudy, I like I like that premises better than mm-hmm. something else. <laughs> um, so y'all let me know. <laughs> I'll read the plot. The movie's too scary. Too scary. I'm not spending twenty five dollars to go and see it. Mm, right, right. right. You got to go make for a movie these days. Right, right, right. Definitely going matinee for sure. If I go during the movies, yeah, I'm definitely it's going matinee. Tuesdays. <laughs> if I go, I don't know. We'll have to, when does it, when does it come out? I think like January 12th or something like that. Let me see. Um, here, I, I got it right here. I got it. Mm-hmm. We'll have to come back in the new year when we come back and see if I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all might have to tell what? me. The, the only thing worse is what if you illegally download this movie? That's now you're definitely going to hell. <laughs> yeah, it come out January 12th. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm uh, like I said, I'm, I'm I, I am intrigued because even even with uh, James Samuel, like I said, what he what he did. Did y'all see Harder They Fall on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, so it's it's basically it's what a lot of people would call just say a black cowboy movie, um, um, because it's 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 predominantly black cast, just like. Just how you were saying with this one, Kelly, like the just the hood version, it's a bunch of niggas, you know what I'm saying? Perfect. And, and, and the, uh, it's a bunch of niggas, okay, in this movie, <laughs> right? And and but in the heart, in harder they fall, it was a western, just say movie, but like I said, it was all black cast. You got you know uh, Idris Elba, you got Regina King, you got I mean it's it's, it's, it's Keith Stanfield. It's, it's a really good movie. Got in trouble with the the ex girlfriend for beating him. Oh, you're right. Jonathan Majors, correct. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, Zazie beats uh, a lot of a lot of these different people. But the 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 dope thing about it was like all the music and stuff that they use in it was like hip hop songs and stuff like that. So it had like this Western feel, but with like a hip hop touch to it. So it kind of it kind of made it more palatable to watch for just say somebody who may not really be into westerns but can appreciate for black people. You know, black people right you know what i'm saying uh but also a a western so you know western setting western rules you know the, the quick draw whatever all that type of stuff which just kind of with that more feel so like i said I, I i don't i cannot speak definitively of where he's going with this because i only seen the trailer just like everybody else he it, it could very well be the most blasphemous thing we ever seen like i don't, i technically don't know but for, but from what i took from the trailer was I, like I said, I instantly thought about how how somebody today would operate if Jesus was on Earth and they would be trying to steal his followers online, you know, Instagram or whatever the case may be. And I, I took more of that approach because and once again, that, I smell a new topic. Why he didn't come on Earth in twenty twenty? Right, because <laughs> right. he already knew TikTok was gonna go wild. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. BC, whatever. 
Right. Um, you know, there's no technology. It was just word of mouth and, you know. Right. Because even back then, Jesus would like do a miracle and tell people, don't tell nobody. Tell nobody. You know and, and, they, and they would go tell everybody. So just imagine if you could record it, you see, you know, somebody being healed or whatever like that. Like it's going to be it's going to be on camera. It's going to be an even, you know, just a bigger deal. It's um, photoshopped. That's what everybody was right. saying. You know what I'm saying? CGI. So, so yeah. would Jesus be on Instagram? That's our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a um I, I am I am intrigued. And, and maybe just say the artsy side of me, you know, also kind of plays into that side. Don't make because her, I, right. right, because I, I do understand the um the just say the the, the metaphorical way of, of looking at things to try to use one thing to to make a whole nother point you know what i'm saying uh and I, and i'm hoping that it, it is leaning towards that my initial thoughts and not we watch this and it's just like they basically saying like you know the hell with jesus he ain't real <laughs> you know what i'm saying follow clarence whatever you know what I'm saying? I, I, I hope it's not as bad as is what how, how most people are feeling like it is but once again, I, I technically I cannot definitively say it's not that because it could be the most blasphemous thing we ever watched. Because I don't know, I only seen a trailer like everybody else. But I'm hoping but you that, let us know. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it, it goes the, the the you know. Oh, I'm at, at, at least watching. at least a, at least a creative. You want to see it, Terry? I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I didn't say I'm going. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> go to the movies for anything. I don't even go to see Marvel that, movies in but, the theaters now. <laughs> But that's but that's why I also also wanted to point out the fact that even the movies that are more, like I say, Book of Clarence is obviously fictional because Clarence it wasn't never a real person. But even the ones like Passion of the Christ, like Prince of Egypt, like like uh, Noah, you know, with Russell Crowe and like uh, Noah in the Ark, like all of, all of these different movies are definitely like, even when they're trying to tell the the true story, they be they be. People be having their own little touch that d- does not biblically line up like accurately how how just say the Bible may say um, and maybe it's the Hollywood touch I don't know I don't know why they do that but I like I said I even was watching Veggie Tales recently trying to show some kids and as I'm watching this I'm like I don't remember Veggie Tales you know having this much cap in it you know what I'm saying like I thought it was a little bit more accurate in they in they storytelling but. Even you know, even veggie Well, you can't you can't tell Bible stories word for word because a lot of them have stuff that you definitely don't want to put in a movie. You know, well, no, it's not, it's they're not, not going to tell the, they're not going to tell the story of Noah's Ark and then put in the fact that he was a fall down drunk that used to try and have sex with his daughters. Like that's that's not movie kind Which of things. I missed that one. I'll show you. Hang on, I remember that one. I had a long conversation with my father over that. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, yeah and, and and why you find that it's not that i'm trying to say like word for word but i'm like i said they they do add things for the for the because you because you are making a movie outside of just reading the scripture so like i said with with mary or even like with um with um uh judas you know what i'm saying like we technically it, I, i've never at least correct me if i'm wrong i've never seen a scripture that said like he had these little kids antagonizing him that whose faces turned into little demon faces and and that's what made him eventually kill himself but in passion of the christ that's what they show like it's like this almost like these little demon kids just running him all the way until he basically found a rope that was connected to this dead animal on the ground and he hung himself with that mm-hmm. all, all the bible to my knowledge just say is that he eventually that he hung himself but but they they added that for just say showing us 
what it must have been like for him to eventually want to kill himself for turning in Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's a little it's a little sauce. That's all I'm saying. They had they had a little sauce. A little cap. A little cap. <laughs> <laughs> they had, they had a little cap for sure. Um so, so we'll see what Rudy and Terry will let us know. <laughs> be it January 13th or 12. March when it yeah. comes on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it'll yeah. definitely be on Netflix. He got a good history with them. So okay, so Netflix. Because what was yeah. the harder they fall on Netflix? It's, it's, on, it's on Netflix, yeah. Okay, but yeah. It, but, it, but it, it never had a theatrical release. It is right. a Netflix film. So. I've seen like the first ten minutes. Gotcha. That's about as far as I made it. <laughs> gotcha. Um. Well, while Terry's looking for that, Janessa, do you have jewels? I do. Oh, we get multiple jewels today. Rudy gave us some earlier, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy's 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 Rubies. <laughs> <laughs> Rubies. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, oh. Look real hey. uh, What is close up? But no, this week's jewel is real simple. It's be grateful. Um, so in the midst of my life, lifing right now, and just being really. Hectic. I've been doing a lot of complaining, grumbling, um, just venting. Just it's not been positive, <laughs> you know. And um, I had to take a pause for a minute because I prayed for this job. Mm. I prayed for this house. I prayed mm. for this car. I prayed mm. for where I am today. And there are people in the world who do not have, whether it's you know a house, a car, a job, mm -hmm. whether it's family members, um, friends. Um, I have all those things. And this is, as Kelly kind of was talking about, this is a season. This is not, I pray it's not my life, you know, that I'm this busy 24 seven, mm -hmm. but this, this is the season and this too, this too shall pass. Mm. Um, so I just had to take a pause of gratitude and just being thankful for all the things and the blessings and the places that God has brought me to and, um, and rest in that for a second, mm. because I can't really change a lot of my other situations. Like I can't magically make a new employee show up, <laughs> you know, I just can't do that. So I'm learning to rest in the places that I can. And so this week I'm trying to rest in my being grateful. So that's it. Happy holidays. <laughs> amen. 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 No, and that no, and that's that's real though, because um even even myself, like I had to pray that prayer going through the same frustrations y'all dealing with. I was like, you know what, Lord, thank you for the, the the frustrating times that I'm dealing with that this is this is about the worst part of my life that's happening right now. Because yeah. it, it, it could be a lot worse. Like thank, thank you, like what I'm sitting here frustrated about and complaining about, thank you for letting this be my complaint versus, you know, something drastically worse. So whether it's right. stuff that's going on in other countries or even stuff going on in our own country, right. it, it could it could be a lot worse. So I, right. I you know, this the, what I'm going through is just really growth and growing pains versus Absolutely. you know, it could be something that can be more detrimental. So I, I, I concur. That 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 word was definitely in sync with uh with where the Lord has me at. Amen. I For agree. sure. Terry, did you did you find your uh yes, uh uh I I think I combined it with the story of Lot. 
Uh, I figured so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Noah. <laughs> Noah was drunk and naked, and his kids had and his to cover kid, him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then right. Lot tried to give his daughters well, well, to no, his, Bob so they wouldn't well, rape his, the angels. Well, well, Lot's daughters uh, got him drunk and slept with him while he was drunk. Right. But the daughter also, slept he with tried to, daddy. The daughter slept with the daddy while he was drunk. Unknown. Right. He didn't. He didn't know it. But then, but 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 Noah did get drunk, and his kids had to cover him because he was naked. Right. Um, the point was that all all of these stories we're talking about not really movie friendly. You know. Well, that sounds like a good movie there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds like some Tubi stuff there. Like. <laughs> To be original. <laughs> now that boy did the stuff made up. That sounds like right. You see no right. one drunk, stumbling around, naked. <laughs> like, make me something real that's in the Bible that's biblical. You know what I'm saying? And then show what, what the Lord did with Noah in spite of his drunkenness. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. versus Great, now we're making Christian <laughs> porn. That's great. No, not bad. I ain't said nothing about the way they were having sex with each other. We ain't got to go that far. You know what I'm saying? We can just allude to it and lighten that up a little bit. Right. But no one naked and drunk? That sounds like a good movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and take that on. <laughs> you got to degree. Go ahead, go ahead and take that on. Is there, is, is anybody specific you want me to get to play uh, Noah so you can it can be an attractive Idris naked man for you? I, mean, I knew she was gonna say Idris Elba. I knew it. Every woman loves Idris. Elba. Michael B. Jordan. Right, right, right. That's another. Like I remember, I remember uh, Noah being this swole. <laughs> Noah was a hundred years old. We gotta. <laughs> I'm about to say you gotta find like a seasoned actor like. Um, I think it's his, his name, Dennis Haysbert, the Allstate guy. Mm. Mm. I, I don't know his name. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking about too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah someone seasoned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna put Noah back in his thirties. I don't know how old he was, but we're gonna put him in his thirties. How does he don't have adult kids now? <laughs> he started young. I mean, it was a different time. Different time. <laughs> That's true. Six, seven. <laughs> if you made it to your mid thirties, you were considered old. Oh, That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. All right, Princess Chaos. <laughs> Princess Chaos fifty one um, is where you can search for me, um, and you will find me. You just cannot follow me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me at jrihanna double underscore. We have fun over there. I feel like I look cross-eyed with these glasses. <laughs> yeah, you got blue eyes. One blue one way and the other blue the other. That's uh, uh, Terry Wayne Comedy on all platforms. And as always, you can buy the book on Amazon. It is Unclaimed Ashes. And shout out our producer, uh, at R-H-E-S-A underscore G. Risa Geraldine is what the G stands for. She has our grandmother's old name. <laughs> Don't give me Don't give me Grandma Geraldine. Geraldine. And it's so funny, the older she got, they started trying to shorten up calling her Jerry and Mama Jerry. G. Mama G and all this trying to <laughs> trying to youthen her up. Like she's, right. 90, she's 95, guys. I think, I think, I think, 
I think Geraldine is more fitting now than ever. <laughs> Mama G. Geraldine, uh, two sounds interesting. <laughs> right, for sure. Um, but thank y'all as always. Uh, like I said, this is our last episode for 2023. We will see you guys in the new year. So happy holidays to you. Hope you enjoy your Christmas, your New Year's. Uh, be safe. Uh, thank you for rocking with us. Uh, thank you for being on this roller coaster ride with us, not knowing if we were going to survive or not, but we are still here in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and, we are, and like our theme song says, we are trying to end on top of the world. All right. <laughs> Not getting back into that. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. <laughs> we the worst ones. We are. <laughs>